Yo, 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 what up? Welcome to another episode of Football Without Hesitation. I'm your host, Oz. And before we get this episode started, again, I want to remind everybody, if you if you don't subscribe yet, go ahead and subscribe, man. I don't, I don't know where you're listening to this. Uh, again, if you're clicking the link or if you're on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen. But that's how I suggest you do it, man. Go on Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Apple podcast i don't think it's on itunes anymore it's called apple podcast now but anyway go on one of those services wherever you listen to podcasts hit subscribe uh i'm back to doing these episodes every week um it looks like i mean fuck, i love doing these man i love doing these i i I'll always have to find 30 minutes to to do these every week uh, i love it especially during the season even even with the season the way it's going whatever I mean, I still, I still like, I still like talking about the team. I still love the Quakes, but but it's been rough. It's been rough, y'all. But yeah. So so anyway, subscribe, subscribe. You can follow me at Baldini Ten on Twitter at Centerline Soccer S C T R Line Soccer on Twitter uh, as well. Again, that that's my SB Nation Twitter account handle there. I'm the managing editor for Centerline Soccer, which is SB Nation's San Jose Earthquakes blog. You can go to Centerline Soccer, read all my stuff. I, I just released a a breakdown of the of the Timbers, which we'll be talking about today. Uh, but also at FWH Podcast on Instagram, dude. I haven't posted on there in months, but I love Instagram. I gotta get back on that shit. I gotta get back on there tomorrow against Portland. Guess who's coming back on Instagram? But yeah, so go go ahead, follow on there. You see more of the shenanigans I get into. We talk more quake stuff. Um, but yeah, let's get into this episode. Let's get into this episode. Cause you, I was gonna say, you know, you know, I could get on tangents. I was gonna create a tangent talking about tangents. But fuck that. Let's get into this episode. Just past week five, um, Quakes have only played four four matches. It was that whole international break deal? Uh, there. Oh four and oh still no points. Oh and where I don't have it here. I don't have my damn I don't have my standings up here, but they're who was it? Vancouver? It was Vancouver, I think. The last team, right, then that had no points. Yeah, it was Vancouver. And they got their fucking point. They got a point. So the Quakes are now the only team in MLS with with zero points. They got the worst goal differential. Ah, nah, man, it's all good, baby. It's all good. Could be, could be, dude, could be worse. Could be worse. I mean, man, you see what's going on with New England and stuff like that. There's a lot of issues. There's a lot of issues with ownership. And I think uh, that's one of the things that that's probably, at some point, somebody's going to have to discuss that or talk about that is really a couple ownership groups are dominating the headlines, both for good and bad. You know, you got, you got the Arthur blanks, Atlanta United uh, type situation and you got San Jose earthquakes. And that's all people seem to talk about is the extremes. But if you look at the league as a whole, there's several other ownership groups that are really at odds with their, with their supporter base. And or are struggling to to reach them. So I mean, 
MLS is going to have to. You can't just keep charging $200 million to all these fucking cities to put teams there. At some point, these these teams are going to have to figure out a way to ingrain themselves in the city. Ingrain themselves? Fuck it. That's what we're going with. We're going with ingrain themselves. Um, So, yeah, 12th place. 12th place in Western Conference. No points again. Only team without any points. But, again, fucking, like I just said, uh, Vancouver, one point. Portland, one point. For all this mess, like, I mean, again, we're definitely not talking about no playoff team, but a tie and a win in the next three, four weeks. I mean, the schedule for the schedule, it's looking like that's probably not going to happen the way they're playing. But um, but you do that, and it's not this. I don't know what people would. Again, a, two wins puts you in playoff contention, and fucking yes, it's week five, but in the, the Quakes aren't one of them teams. But I, I, I don't know. If you just focus on the negative, and yes, there is a lot of negative to focus on, it seems pretty bad. But if you look around, if you look around, if you if you start paying attention again, the way some supporters see their ownership groups, the way some teams are performing, it it's the Quakes aren't aren't this anomaly. I mean, yeah, you lose five for nothing to LAFC on national television. You, okay, fucking everyone's going to point and laugh. But get the fuck out of here. I, I think a lot of these people are pointing and laughing. Just what is that whole thing? When you point in somebody, there's like four fingers pointed back at you or whatever. I don't know how. The, I don't think that would thumb points back. Whatever. Anyway, I didn't. It's bad, and I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to say that. Hey, man, I'm not trying to paint a rosy picture, but I'm. I'm just saying, by by comparison, there's some pretty shitty teams, and they're none of them have fucking Matias Almeida. No, nobody. They don't have a guy with a track record like that. So there's that. There's there's my uh, my Doctor Phil moment for the week. My my psychological moment. This is my my uplift. Um, again, Supporter Shield, for those that may not be familiar with it, that to me, that's the real championship. That's who whoever wins the, the league throughout the season. Currently, LAFC are in the lead, 13 points. Again, it's week five. It's kind of meaningless, but it, it'll just be neat to be able to go week by week to see how it changes. But right now, LAFC is, is at the top. What am I doing? I'm like, I got this big ass boom thing, and I'm I'm looking at my laptop from this crazy ass. Angle. There we go, there we go. So anyway, so yeah, LAFC leads the supporter shield. Quakes, oof, Quakes have a goal differential negative twelve. Man, that's the one. I, and I, I said it before the season, and I'm only saying that because I very rarely am I right, and I was right this well so far. But the Quakes are going to give up a lot of goals, man. Quakes are going to give up a lot of goals. And right now their goal differential is negative 12 because they're not scoring any. Quakes are not scoring goals and they're giving up a lot of goals. Bad combination. Bad combination. And that that's not even, I'm not even trying to say I'm smart or anything. Come on. The fuck out everyone. That's a bad combo. Giving up a lot of goals, not scoring many. Not good. Not good. Well, and what that is leading to... 
Uh, and again, I've been a season ticket holder since 2013. I, I very rarely miss home games. And this is one of the louder times I think I, I've heard people really calling out the ownership group, trying to you know get something going. I, I, I again, I think a lot of people may have been motivated with what happened in you know with the crew. And 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 yeah, it's pretty neat. It's pretty interesting observing it. You know, um, I, I'm definitely. You know, I, I am upset, and I'm not. But I'm not def- going to go John John Fisher. I don't know if John Fisher really is the person to blame. Who who really even makes the, the decisions with this team? Let, let's figure that out as fans. Then that that'd be interesting. That that'd be an interesting question. Is is as strange as it is? But who do we blame? Who do we blame? And I know I think people on the internet have kind of gone back and forth and. And I guess it's easy to to blame the owner, but uh, I mean, I, I guess if, if he's not willing to give out money, you know, to sign players, then yeah, it's easy to blame him. But if he gives out money, and people, you sign people like Innocent, which I you know, I guess at this point is fucking ages ago, but if he doesn't understand understand the sport very well, and they're asking for more and more money. And the more and more money he gets, there's no results. I don't know. Maybe maybe that makes him question opening up his wallet. That being said, the dude owns the A's. <laughs> you know, it's not like they're the fucking Yankees or some shit. Um, but anyway, so so that's interesting. We'll see how the team reacts to that, how the front office is. Um, we'll see how us on the journalist side of it can can, you know, figure out what the fuck's going on i don't know i don't know man um so anyway yeah let's talk about that game that march 30th fucking shellacking oh man i i thought it could be bad i guess a a bit of me really thought you know five to nothing could be doable i thought a little 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 tiny percentage of percentage of me thought could have been even worse could have been even worse you know going into that match i thought this this could be a six six or seven spot that they put on them, and I don't know if the Quakes have the ability to even get one back, and they didn't. They didn't have the ability. They didn't look like they were threatening. Uh, LAFC just took it to them. Carlitos Vela hat trick, one of the most beautiful beautiful goals I've seen scored out of Aya. I've seen in person. That left foot. From what was like six yards outside of the eighteen, damn, damn, that I just, I, I literally, I couldn't feel, and I mean, at that point, there, I guess that was, well, well, no, it was like three or four to nothing at that point, but either way, you felt the Quakes weren't gonna make a comeback, so I, I didn't feel it, it was weird, I didn't feel anything, I didn't feel upset at the goal going in. But I was just in shock at the the skill that I had just seen displayed in front of me. It was it was fucking amazing. Um, sucked. It's a it's somebody wearing a, an LA jersey. But what the fuck are you gonna do? You know what what are you gonna do? That that uh, that guy is one of the best players in the league, and he's playing lights out right now. Ever MVP quality. This is all week five, so a lot of this again, a lot of this talk doesn't make. Much it doesn't mean much. Doesn't fucking mean much. We're talking it's week five, you know. 
Um, but yeah, man, dude, Carlos Vela, motherfucker, way to way to take that stadium over. Oh, dude, stadium. Speaking of taking stadium over, speaking of taking the stadium over, the thirty-two fifty-two, I think, is what they call the supporters of the of LAFC. Last year, those dudes showed up, and I mean, don't get me wrong, all all the West Coast teams travel travel pretty well, you know. Uh, Portland, Seattle, their crowd comes down a lot. Portland, I think, is going to be fucking packed because they they ain't, they don't have a home game till June. Um, but anyway, everybody travels well on the West Coast, but thirty two fifty two took it to a whole nother motherfucking level on Saturday. Um, what's crazy is, man, I bet all, so many of them, a, a, a big percentage of them were Bay Area fans that represent LAFC, dude. That And that fucking hurts, dude. That fucking hurts. Not like, not like them, that, that not their choice. That's their own choice. And, and, I, and if you see how LAFC has built their brand, you kind of understand it. I mean, you definitely understand it, kind of understand it. You definitely understand it. LAFC made a big point to to really reach out to the community um, and say, hey, we don't want to just plop a team here. We want this team to be part of the of, of this community. And and again, and, and I say community because I'm sure they mean L.A., but it, it's it's interesting because I— it, I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to dance around the thing. I'm trying to say that fucking Mexicans have flocked to this team. Me- Mexicans have flocked to L- LAFC, and I-, I was talking. I forget who I was talking to. And and again, yes, I can talk shit. And st- and haha, yes, I am talking shit. But I was talking to somebody, and they were saying, "Oh, my cousins, they're they're all LAFC fans. They love LAFC. The uh, they're they're part of that crew. Thirty two fifty two. They're like, oh, they were all Galaxy fans before, but they switched over when the team, when the when LAFC showed up. And hey, man, let's be real, bunch of people did, bunch of people did. Um, so, but good on them, good good on LAFC for wh- how they marketed, and and I don't know if they did it on purpose or if this was just a side result of being in such a, a Mexican heavy city. But I'm telling you, dude, I, bunch of the people around me, I'm seeing. Mexicans just like LAFC, like people are like, I get it. I'm from NorCal. I'm I've I've been living here my whole life, but damn, dude, those unis are cool. Or or all my cousins, all my people I know down in LA are are supporting them, and I see what they're doing, and it's cool. So, dude, I, it, it's hard to hate. Laughing at the Galaxy fans just switching. That's the that's some Galaxy ass shit right there. I mean, get the fuck out of here. Um, but dude, let's be honest. Let's be honest, the same if you put a, a, a MLS team in San Francisco, in Oakland, say Oakland Roots goes up to MLS, how many how many Quakes fans are, are all of a sudden going to forget about the Quakes and they're going to be in Oakland or in San Francisco? Come on. Come on. So the the fan of me says, ha-ha, Galaxy, typical Galaxy fan, but the reality is hella, hella fucking people in the Bay Area would do that shit too. And as you know, Sacramento man. Once Sacramento gets up, it looks like they're the next ones. They 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 got a really good marketing thing. But dude, thirty two fifty two just took 
that stadium over. Man, I didn't even want to post a video. And this is the, I get, this is for the listeners only. In fact, someone's going to cut it out and shit and be like, ah, look at this. But I had a, I took a video, and these dudes were jumping at one point. The fucking whole, because I was feeling my, my, my seat shake. Like, if you're from California, you feel when buildings shake. Like, you, you just got this fucking ability just just to feel feel that shit out but so i I started feeling my my seat shaking like what the fuck's going on here and i see and it's fucking those dudes are 30 those dudes and dudettes there's you know they're all inclusive um but yeah it was them fucking hopping around and shit and i was like god damn and then i look at the lights and i fucking look at the lights of the stadium and the fucking fucking wobbling yo fucking wobbling and i'm like get the fuck out of here i mean i don't know if i've ever paid a, I, it it must have happened before you know it, it it's it, it's just it's like that you know and again and it's exposed and usually you know you can't really see when they're moving around like that um but i don't know had seen it before but it just tripped me out i was like man those dudes they're reshaping the stadium and I'm like fuck and that was i don't know man Ultras do some cool shit. Ultras bust their ass, and they were there. I mean, I stood right above them, so I was hearing them all game, and they were they were getting down as they usually do. They they never not show up. They always show up, but damn, they could their numbers could really use some improving. I don't know how they fucking do that, but they really could use some more people there. And that was uh, I don't know. I as you're growing up loving soccer whenever that happens a stadium takeover like that that shit personally hurts me i can't do anything about it you know you, you go fight five thousand people or some shit um but what you can do is all fucking quakes fans don't fucking don't sell your tickets don't resell your tickets or all season or sell more season tickets and get those fucking people there but but hey, man, if you put that product on the on the field, you can't blame people for selling the tickets. You know, I wouldn't. I don't, especially for a game like that. But that shit bothers me. Damn, that shit bothers me on a personal level. I mean, when um, they've done that for America, shit happened for Cruz Azul. Except again, going back to Cruz Azul, they were all yelling "Azul," which that's one of the Quakes colors, so it's kind of cool. You know, it mentally you were just like, "Hey, they're Quakes fans." Um, but that that was mighty impressive. That was uh mighty impressive. Um, by by thirty two fifty two again. Fuck you, cause you're L A supporters. But respect, man. I put some respect on your name, cause that shit y'all got down. Um, and then you know, I and see, well, I was thinking that a lot of the people. Uh, were from San Jose because there was so many people downtown all of a sudden LAFC supporters and it's like fool you fucking you're here all the time you never go to Quakes games or you do and you wear Quakes gear and then you do this oh no got my eye on some of y'all got my eye on some of y'all but anyway there's really nothing nothing the Quakes could have done in that game one thing that that like I could have maybe done, but that was strange. Was uh, again Nick Lima not playing or not starting at least? That, that I don't get that. Nick, Nick Lima started every single you know played every single minute last season. He's been injured uh, uh, you know before, but he he's just a workhorse. He's a workhorse. 
He's a good defender, and and he he can he can fucking cross him. He can play some offense. You know, he can get up there. Um, so that that was that was baffling to me. I like I said, I, I'm not a soccer expert. I definitely don't know. Again, not near Almeida's level, so I gotta defer to him. You know, he knows what he's doing. He knows his squad. He knows what's up. I don't know. You know, Lima didn't Lima didn't play on the international break, so I don't see him being tired. But maybe he didn't play over there either because something's something's happening. You know, it's like one one of these things. You it, a, a player has kind of a, a weird season, and then the, the off season comes, and like, oh, they're having surgery on their ankle. They be having bone spurs. You know. That shit that cut the Trump, the the Trump, the president out of the war, out of Vietnam, tragic shit apparently. So uh, you know they say, oh, they've been battling with something all season. So I don't know, may- maybe something's up with Lima on the injury front. And uh, but yeah, that, that that was a strange move to me. That was a strange move to me. But that's it, dude. Lo que pasó pasó. We can't keep dwelling on that shit. LAFC. Is a different squad wanting different things. The Quakes have to focus on their goals, playing the game their way. And I think this coming up game, it's always a bad matchup because, uh, again, on Saturday, the, the Quakes play Portland. And uh, Portland, Portland's, uh, again, they're, they're always a, a pretty bad matchup for the Quakes. That They always seem to play them very well. The Quakes and Portland have played some fucking boring games as well. Definitely one of the top three most boring games I've ever seen um, at Avaya was Portland and San Jose. Granted, it was like 90 degrees, 94 degrees or some shit. It was, it was warm. And these fuckers are from Pacific Northwest, you know, so they're probably not used to the heat. But everyone played like shit. It was one of the worst game or i i've seen it, it was terrible um but anyway they're coming into town they're in a dude they're in 11th place like i like i said earlier they got one point they got one point goal differential negative seven and not as bad as negative 12 don't get me wrong but that's not good uh and then uh, uh, Timbers are kind of in a unique situation because their their stadium providence park is getting renovated or i mean upgraded expanded fucking expanded that's the word um yeah so providence park is getting expanded it looks like it won't be open till june that'd be surprising i mean come on i don't know with the quakes they said this uh avaya was going to open in 2014 or 2013 or something and it opened till 2015 so you know how those things go but at least until june portland is playing on the road so they have no home games they're just nomading it up, man. They're just going all over the place. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they go home to train and all that because fuck that. I got to sleep in my bed at some point. But when you do all that math of them going home to train and then going out on the road, in these you know five matches, they've covered 8,500 miles plus more than 8,500 miles. Uh, plus whoever went on international duty, Got a little more miles in them, so so this team's they're out of whack, and I mean, and they're playing like it. Eleventh, eleventh place, one tie. Um, so, so there's an opportunity there. There, there's an opportunity there because again, I don't know why I keep trying to make excuses for my my 
soccer knowledge, but they're they're weak at left back, man. They're weak at left back. I think that's something Christian Espinosa can really, really exploit. It it happened in New York for for you know, granted for a half, but I, I think this is a pretty good matchup for the Quakes. You know, yeah, this is Portland was in the, in the MLS Cup last year. They're won it in twenty fifteen. This is a, a damn good team. They're fucking Diego Valeri. You got Diego Valeri on your team, uh, you got a pretty good chance of winning. Man, you know how many that that's been my secret dream. Fuck it, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. It's gonna be out there. I know everyone's always had these these international players that the you know, big names that they've wanted the Quakes to sign. Dude, I've wanted him to get Valeri. Man, Valeri would be so fucking sweet on that dude. He's so creative and he can score. Man, he's he's badass. I would I would take Valeri in a fucking heartbeat. But that man, that dude, he's ride or die for Portland. He's been Portland since 2013. They got Diego Chara's been there since 2011. So they got some players that have been there a while. Um, but anyway, that left back position, that left back position, I think it's an, it's another week of Almeida teaching them his system, telling them trust the system. We can we can do this, and it it's an opponent that the system can work against. So I I again I I I believe that left back position is weak. Um, it's it's where where the quakes are weak that that is where they got brutalized by carlos vela which again who said they were gonna do that i told you i fucking told you it goes uh, edward a twista twista to vela vela to the back of the net and they did that all fucking match they did that all match and if you look when portland when Portland played LAFC, LAFC played them the exact same way, and they scored in the exact same way. So that leads me to believe that that position is weak. There's a weakness there. And, and yes, the Quakes don't have uh, Carlos Vela-level talent, but they can take advantage of that weakness. They can take advantage of a t- team that's tired. They can take advantage of a team that hasn't played in front of their home supporters all season which granted again because of that because of the proximity you could probably get some cheap tickets san jose to portland um they're gonna show up timbers army is gonna fucking show up whatever they can so this team will probably be as spirited as they you know they can this is the closest they've played to home because portland to san jose is 666 miles Cause that's crazy, um, so, so I don't know. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about this. That's that as a as an athlete, as a person, as a man, you can, you can only take so much embarrassment. You can only take so much before you're just like fuck this. It ends now, and I believe the quakes are near that point. And I think they could take advantage of the situation that Portland is in and they could finally get some points at home or get a win at home, show their fans, show us the people that 
better times are ahead that the Almeida system can work. It's just going to take a while. And maybe, maybe we can force somebody to, to open up some purse, purse strings, purse something. Give us more fucking money for, for the roster. You know, I don't know. But anyway, we'll see how it goes. Saturday, April 6th, Portland, San Jose, Adavaya. Oh man, this is, this, this is a really, the schedule is going to be tough. It's going to be much tougher after this game for the next several weeks. So Quake's got to do something. Quake's got to do something. We'll see how it goes. We'll catch y'all later. Peace.